Hi, Diamonds. Welcome to the United State of Women, a forum where professional women come together to thrive by living more connected to our power, our purpose, and our plan. We invite you to tune in every other week where we show you that you can have it all and teach you how to get it by becoming the star of your own life and not just a supporting role in your life, career, and relationships. Here with Julie Dean, my USW podcast ambassador and co-host, I am Kalina James, owner of LCR, a business consulting and leadership development coaching company. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey, Diamonds. This episode was previously recorded in our Facebook group. I'll link it for you in the description below. Shanae Momoko joins us for Humanity United Live and shares how to feel your feelings. So grab a notebook and a pen because the show starts now. We are United State of Women. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Humanity United. Happy, what is today? Happy Monday, you guys. If you are joining us for the first time on Humanity United, we are a group of women who come together live, connected to their power, purpose, and plan. So if you're here, you're here to be inspired, encouraged, and to live your true purpose. If you're new to me, my name is Shanae. It's so nice to meet you. Uh, This is my second time hosting a Humanity United Live. I'm a mindset and success coach, and I work with women on helping them shift their limiting beliefs, step into their purpose, and create conviction to be the self-conscious, self-confident leader that they know to be in their life and business. We go from self-conscious to self-confident. So I wanted to first just kind of touch base with you all and really, really be a little bit honest. I was very nervous to do the Humanity Live, uh, United Live this morning, partially because we have so much that's going on in the world. And a part of me feels as if my my voice isn't the one uh, that you need to be hearing. But I, you know, talked to Kalina this morning and, and we wanted to give everyone space. I wanted to be here to hold space for you to acknowledge all that is happening in the world and to hopefully give you a wisdom nugget here or there, or hopefully just be a place where you can, you can be vulnerable. You can be real, you can be raw. And and I'm here to hold space for you guys. So before we get into our, our big topic of today, I, I wanted to acknowledge that this This live may not be for everyone. If you are in a space where you're having still a hard time processing your emotions, we're going to talk about how we can process our emotions. So this truly may well be the space for you, but I just wanted to give you permission to take care of yourself, permission to close the laptop, permission to get off social media and to do whatever needs to be done for you to take care of your own emotional well-being resilience comes from having that emotional well, so to speak, like having a well of, of well-being. So if you are feeling like there's just a little bit too many voices in your head, I wanted to give you permission to fully take care of yourself and to, and to meet your needs. For everyone else, again, good morning. If you're just hopping on, this is Humanity United. And in light of what has been happening today, we wanted to first talk about the how to feel our feelings. One of the, I'm, I'm a, a life coach for those of you who are just hopping on. One of the things that I really work on with a lot of my clients is how can we hold space for ourselves to process and feel our emotions 
in a healthy way. And the reason why we, you know, learn this skill as an adult is mostly because this isn't a skill that we were taught as a child. Our parents, you know, only knew what they knew. And a lot of us have learned that that feelings are, they can either be stereotypical if I feel sad or if I feel like I want to cry, then that means I'm weak or there's no space for crying. If I feel angry, then that makes me a bad person. And I, I want to let you know that that's absolutely not true. And, and I'm going to give you a step-by-step process on how to feel your feelings. But if you don't know how to feel your feelings, I just want to first have you meet yourself with compassion because it's completely, we, I get it. You know, I was also not taught how to feel my feelings. I grew up in a household. My father is Mexican and my mother is Japanese. And so feelings were not something that we talked about. Feelings weren't something that I learned how to process. And over the years, because of all the repressed emotions that has been happening and everything has been swallowed, it, it took a lot of coaching for me to really learn how to sit with these feelings. So in light of all that's happening, this 2020 with the pandemic, pandemic with Black Lives Matter, with the current um, state of our, our government, we are being called to process our feelings. These big events are not something that we can swallow. It's not something that we can ignore. It's not something that we can just, you know, go on living life and pretend like it's not happening where politics is just like on the back burner. That's not something that we can do, nor is it something that we want to. We want to create systematic change. And with that comes everybody, women, myself included, women of my color, to really acknowledge that, acknowledge what's happening and acknowledge how can I create more emotional resilience in myself? How can I learn to process my emotions so that I can continue moving forward, continue stepping forward? So I can't see the comments, but Kalina's online. So if you guys have any questions, please pop them into the comments and I will address them personally. So first I want to talk about a mantra that really has helped me shift my mindset in times of um, distress, which is everything is happening for me. And a lot of times moving straight from our problem to our opportunity is, is very challenging. It doesn't work. So there's something that we use in the coaching world that's called chaining. So what I want you to do is first I want you to think about the problem in your life. So whether that be some, the, what's happening currently in our world or a problem that you're experiencing personally, I want you to bring that problem to light. And I want you to notice three things. How does it make you feel? What does it look like? And then what does it sound like? And I want you to gauge all of your these three auditory senses to get a better view of your current emotional state. So once you've processed, we're then able to look at your challenge from three different perspectives. And some of us may have to stay here in this step for a while. Some of us may need to sit and acknowledge the challenges, acknowledge the feelings, and not be so quick to move through it. Not be so quick to turn the corner and to just move on with life. And maybe maybe that's what you've been doing. Maybe that is your pattern. Maybe that is your conditioning. Maybe you were taught that at a very young age that we don't have time 
we, we don't have time to talk about our feelings. We don't have time to sit with our feelings. Like we we've got money to make, we've got jobs to do, we've got houses to clean. Like this isn't something, it's not a luxury that you have. And I want to acknowledge that belief that if, if you have that belief that that's simply not true. And if you'd like to shift that, if you would like to spend more time on your feelings to not be so quick to move through them, this is, this is the space to do that. So we're holding space for you today. So as you sit here and acknowledge where you are, how you're feeling, what, what it looks like, how it sounds, what it feels like inside of you, the way that you know if you're ready to move on to opportunity, if you're ready to move on to, okay, you know what, how is this happening for me? What can I control? If you're ready for that, the way that you know it is by your emotions, is by the feeling. So emotions is energy in motion. They say that every emotion has a certain frequency, a certain vibration to it. But I like to actually flip that on its head. And I like to say that the, the emotions that you're feeling are going to signify to you the, the vibration that you're at. So if by looking at these challenges, you are feeling angry, you're feeling shame, you're feeling overwhelmed then it's very much impossible to go from this very low vibration. So on the consciousness scale, shame, jealousy, anger, there, shame is at the very bottom. Then it's like jealousy and anger. In order for us to shift up the consciousness scale, we can't just jump from down here to up here. So if you've been, if you've been trying to, and you've been sort of actually very, if, if you've been trying to shift from negative to positive and, and you're wondering why you feel so stuck, it's, it's because of that. It's, it's, you're literally trying to jump all of these other feelings in the middle. So what we can do is we can just change our thoughts and our state of beings one feeling at a time. So say you're at anger. Let's go with shame. Say you're at shame, not sure whatever feeling is coming up for you. In order to move up one notch to perhaps even anger, one of the things that you can ask yourself is what is the next best thought that I can have? And a lot of us have been taught that anger is not a good emotion. That anger is, you know, don't be angry. Don't be angry. It's not good to be angry. But inside of us, anger feels much better than shame. And so allowing us and giving ourselves permission to move up this consciousness scale one by one by one by one is going to empower us to be in control of our feelings. There are only three things that we can control, especially with the unrest that we have in the world. We can control our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. Our thoughts trigger our feelings, our feelings trigger our actions, and our actions trigger our results. So as we slowly move up this consciousness scale, and after the live, what I'll do is I'll um, take a screenshot of it and put down in the comments. So if you're watching the replay, you can uh, have a visual representation of what I'm talking about. As we slowly move up the consciousness scale, and then we can go from anger to perhaps I think it's next is overwhelm, and then from overwhelm to neutrality, and then neutrality to contentment, and then contentment to, to joy. So you can see how by acknowledging every step of the way, we can give ourselves time to process our feelings and our emotions, time to sit in anger a little bit, sit with overwhelm a little bit. So one is just giving ourselves permission to go up the scale very slowly, giving ourselves permission to be where we're at 
And at the same time, acknowledging that I can move up the scale. I have this control. If I don't want to feel shame, I can choose to feel anger next. And that's okay. So here are, is there a list of the scale? There is, if you, it's called the, the consciousness scale. And it was created by Dr. I forget his name, but if you do a quick Google search, you'll find it. I usually have it in my office, but I don't have it in my office right now. It's it's a very powerful tool just to just to recognize, you know, how emotions are are on the scale, you know, what's at the very bottom, shame is at the very bottom, enlightenment is at the very top, and just to see how we can move up that or even down that. So here's our three-step process for feeling our feelings, how to acknowledge our feelings. And one of the reasons why it's so important to acknowledge our feelings and also to to acknowledge that we do have control over our feelings is because um, at a young age, a lot of us were thought that our feelings were managed by other people. Maybe perhaps your mom, you know, you came home from school and you were very upset at something happening. And you said, Bobby hurt my feelings. And then, you know, your mom responds with, I'm so sorry, Bobby hurt your feelings. What did he say? Now, again, when, when this child is like six years old, they, we, we don't know that Bobby didn't hurt our feelings. Bobby said something. And our thought about what Bobby said is what's causing the, the, unwellness inside of us, right? That sadness or jealousy or anger inside of us. So we have control of our feelings and we can control our feelings through our thoughts. And we can control our thoughts about any circumstance or experience that's happening in the world. So the quality of our lives are dependent on the quality of our emotions. So one thing, the cool thing is if you never allow yourself to experience anger, the quality of your life will increase because you learn to experience it. If you want to experience more joy in our lives, then we have to also learn to experience anger. We have to learn to experience shame. We have to learn to experience these negative feelings so that we can really be present with ourselves and meet ourselves where we're at. So you have control of your feelings. You can control your feeling through the thoughts and you can also control your feelings through learning how to feel them. So I think it's in the very beginning, emotions are energy in motion. So feelings are different vibrations that we have in the body. So the first step in learning how to feel your feelings, if this is not something that you were taught, is to first identify the stereotypes that you place on your feelings and remind yourself that these are not true. So some classic examples are that being sad makes you weak. So you think to yourself, when I'm sad, I'm a weak person. Is that thought true? No. When I'm sad, I'm being authentic and human. Another example, being angry and mad makes me bad. Is that thought true? And you might be like, well, yeah. (laughs) Is that thought really true? No. When I'm mad and angry, I'm being authentic and human. So that's the... That's the convincer that I go to every single time. I'm being authentic and human. I'm being authentic and human. Because when we remind ourselves that we are being authentic, we're giving ourselves space to be our true self. Any feeling that you feel is valid. Any feeling that you feel 
is allowed. And the misconception is that when we feel our feelings, we are complaining. And that is simply not true. So we are allowed to feel our feelings. We're allowed to be sad. We're allowed to be angry. And by learning to identify the stereotypes that you've placed on them, you're then able to meet yourself with more compassion and just more understanding of like, ah, this is why I repress anger. Oh, this is why I repress sadness. This is why I don't allow myself to dwell. Is another thing a lot of my clients say. So once you've identified the stereotypes, next what we can do is we want to learn how to notice the feelings in our body. So remember how I kept saying that emotions are um, energy in motion, they're vibrations, they're certain frequencies. Um, learning to notice how it feels in your body will, will give you some more cues as to how you're feeling. So two of the, the stress or cover feelings that a lot of us feel is stress and anxiety. And if you're feeling stress or anxiety, what's really happening is that you're feeling something else and you're not giving yourselves that time or the um, space to feel it. So instead you're repressing and then repress, 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 like shove down, shove down, shove down. That becomes anxiety because you're feeling all these things that want to come out, but you're not giving yourself, yourself space to feel them. So it feels like anxiety in your body. Right. If we think about like what is anxiety, it's like this this feeling like you're crawling out of your skin. Well, imagine all those different emotions and feelings that have just been repressed and not acknowledged. Think about your inner child who's in there throwing a tantrum because she is not getting that acknowledgement that she wants. She's not being heard. She's not being seen. She doesn't feel loved by you. So when we notice the feelings in our body, one, we can identify how we feel and another a tool that I have is called an emotional, it's called the emotions wheel chart. Again, I'll take a photo of that and pop it down in the uh, comments. But when we know how we're feeling, whether that be overwhelm, excitement, unworthy, unlovable, when we can really place the word on how we're feeling, it gives us even more empowerment and more permission to feel those feelings and be in that place and be able to process and move through it and not be so quick to turn a corner. If right now you're feeling very scared, if you're feeling like your safety is at risk, if we look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, our safety is so important. So we can't move up that pyramid if we don't have our basic needs met. So being able to acknowledge that versus just saying, God, I feel so stressed out with what's going on, or God, I just feel so much anxiety. That's not empowering. So notice how it feels in your body. Does your chest feel tight? Is your heart beating really fast? Do you have like a panicky feeling in your head? Identifying the physical sensations that you're feeling creates a neutral ground for us and helps us stop labeling feelings as good or bad. So that's step number two. So just to recap, one, what are the stereotypes that you're placing on your feelings and reminding yourself that these are not true? Two, giving yourself time and space to feel the feelings in your body and identifying the physical sensations that are that are, they're bringing you. What this does is it puts us in our bodies and out of our head and it, and it actually creates a separation between you and your feelings because you're able to identify them. A lot of us become our feelings. You know, how many times have you said, God, I'm so anxious or God, my, sorry, my anxiety is kicking in again. You are not your feelings, good and bad. You are not your anxiety. You are not your stress. You are not your trauma. And we can consciously and, and healthfully 
remove ourselves from our feelings and be able to look at it with a little bit more of neutrality. Step number three is to name the emotion. How does that actually feel? That panicky feeling in my head, what is that? That tightness in my chest, what is that? My heart beating so fast, that pit in my stomach, that, that deep dread that I feel, what is that? So again, looking at our emotions wheel chart and naming that emotion is going to help us create more emotional intelligence within us, which is then going to allow us to have more control over how we feel. And sometimes that control looks like letting us stay in those negative feelings so that we can continue to process it. When you feel, you heal. Because emotions are energy in motion, unless you allow that energy to make its full way through, you're just going to repress. And what happens when we repress things over and over and over again? What what has America been? These these years, it's all have been repressed emotions and feelings and everything comes out in a bubble or not in a bubble, but kind of in a volcano. So that is why we want to learn how to control our feelings, learn how to give ourselves space to feel, to really acknowledge how we're feeling, acknowledge the anger, the trauma, all these negative emotions, so to speak, that are on the bottom of the consciousness scale, giving ourselves space to just slowly move up it. And also giving ourselves permission to move up it. You do not have to stay down in shame forever. You do not have to stay down in anger forever, but you can choose when you want to move up it by learning to be in control of your emotions, by learning how to feel your emotions. So this wheel chart, um, when you look at it and you're able to really pinpoint how you feel, one other thing that I want to bring to your mind is I'm doing this for my future self. You know, I'm allowing myself to stay in anger and really process this anger for my future self because I don't want my future self to have to come back and heal this later. When we are able to be emotionally well and have emotional intelligence, we're doing this from our highest self. So that is my three-step process. Again, these type of things are, are much easier to do when you have someone doing it with you but it doesn't mean that you can't do it by yourselves. My best tool for this is journaling, journaling out these steps, how you're feeling, how it feels in your body, and then identifying that emotion and giving yourself space to sit in it. Once you have done that, the next step from there, we all love steps. What do we do after we feel? That's up to you. I give you full permission to just look within you and be like, what is the next best step for me? It's time for us to stop looking outside of ourselves and looking at everything, you know, in society to dictate what our next step is. And I give you full permission to own that sovereignty that you can choose what is best for you in your life right now. So maybe that looks like staying in anger for a little bit longer. Maybe that looks like moving from anger to neutrality. Maybe for you, you're at neutrality and it's time to move up to contentment and joy. And you're thinking to yourself, you know, how can I spread more joy then with everything that's happening? How can I be the light for someone else? And if that is calling to you, that is something that you have full permission to do. You can be the light and you can lead people if you're at a place where you're feeling emotionally well and you are here to show up as a leader. That is it for me. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you for your attention. I know our attention is really low right now with all that we have going on. So I do not take for granted and I value your time. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. 
And, oh, I got one question. What is sitting in emotion? So when we sit with an emotion, what we're allowing it to do is to make its way through our body. So remember how I said that the the quality of your life comes from the quality of, of your emotions. So if we're able to allow an emotion to make all of its way through us, then that quality of our life is going to increase because we didn't repress. So you know when you have sat with an emotion long enough, when it doesn't have that emotional charge over you and you're kind of back at neutrality. Same with joy, right? If we have like something that's a really high feeling, allowing it to allowing ourselves to be in joy for as long as we want, because some people have a a fear of joy. And so they feel joy and they instantly clam up and they're like, yeah, that was great. Moving on. So allowing that emotion to make its full course through your body until you're back at neutrality, until you're back at a feeling of like Zen, you will know what that feels like when you practice. So as you sit in your emotions, as you feel your feelings for a longer amount of time, you'll start to recognize how you feel. And once you get back to a neutrality, you have done the work. Congratulations. You just allowed yourself to feel a feeling all the way through. And, you know, one other tip that I forgot, when you're naming the physical sensation in your body, like when you're, when you're saying to yourself, gosh, my, my chest feels really tight. Sitting with your emotion also means being with that and just noticing this tightness in your chest and really being present to it. And a lot of times, if you just give your full attention, your full presence to that feeling and your being with it, then it, it dissipates, which is, a, which is a skill we know we all don't have because we don't want to sit with those feelings that don't feel good. But these feelings cannot hurt you. They're just vibrations in your body and they're actually here to tell you something. So the longer that you can sit with it until it dissipates or until it moves on, until maybe that anger turns into contentment or that anger turns into neutrality and you're like, okay, how is this happening for me? How can I see the opportunity in this? What can I control? That's when you know you sat with the emotion long enough to move through going from the problem to the challenge to the opportunity. So that's the chaining that I was talking about earlier. We cannot move from problem to opportunity right away. A lot of times we have to go through problem and challenge then opportunity. So, you know, you've sat with the emotion long enough if you've moved through those chains and you're able to then look back and be like, okay, how is this happening for me? I hope that answers your question. There's so much that I want to say. It's hard to fit all of these into little 20 minute segments. But if you want to talk more about emotional intelligence, if we, I meant to do a little meditation here. So maybe we'll do that next time, a little meditation to hold space for everyone so that you can be in your body and be still. But yeah, I hope that is helpful. You guys, I hope we have an amazing week. Thank you for taking time to invest in your mind with me today. If you'd like to come hang out with me, you can find me on Instagram at Shanae Momoko. You can also find me on my podcast, which is called Your Highest Self, which is on Spotify and iTunes. So just a reminder to invite your friends and continue to join us here on the Facebook page. We've changed up the schedule a little bit, so you won't be seeing it every Monday and Thursday at 11 a.m., but you will still see us here on a weekly or monthly basis. Check in with Kalina on that if you have any questions. 
And then make sure you go and check out the USW Kokomo landing page for more info and past recordings. My last show is on there as well. And then last but not least, make sure you use our hashtag um, hashtag power purpose plan and share with us how you're living connected to your power, your purpose, and your plans so that we can all connect and share your photos. That's it for me. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week or a neutral rest of your week. And I hope you give yourself time to hold space for your feelings. I hope that you give yourself time to move through what we're going through at your own pace, as slow as it needs to be, as intentional and and, uh, present as it needs to be. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it. Share it with people you care about. Please speak up, share your needs with us. This will benefit. Feel free Share to message me here on Facebook and who is having um, a difficult to, time to and is looking for solutions. Well. We all, all want right, to help guys. people live in power, to know what to do when faced with uncertainty. And I believe that these ideas can help others have that success. So please share it. But also follow us on our hashtag community power purpose plan and tell us what you think and how this episode has helped you. Diamonds. You have a choice to live connected to progress and growth. You deserve it. And it is yours to have. Live life, my friend, and be encouraged to step into your power purpose plan today. Until next time, take care.